0: We've struggled a little bit at the end of the season in the front row and our depth chart was just getting a little bit thin, now it's got an awful lot thinner. Ironically, might have a weaker sub bench on the front row than a Leinster would have. Subscribe
1: to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now.
0: Well, I'm brilliant to a whole point of view of work rate and honesty and togetherness and team play and of course skill, you know, I think the first half performance obviously was was as good as we could hope forever and second half possibly dipped a bit I suppose but that Tends to happen when you have what well, looks like you come to the lead, but it gets kind of, you know, you're kind of playing out again. But again, we got some very, very good scores and did some very good holding in the second half. Look, I would have nothing on the admiration for the players performed today. I mean, if we had come up here and win by a point, we'd be saying, look, at brilliant, you know, um, playing top class team. And Clare showed the last two matches they played exactly how good they are. It showed it in different ways. Obviously, the first day it was just against you know, him because I was standing in the second day. When their backs were to the wall, they performed and just pulled the game out of the fire so we we were well prepared for play t- facing a top two and they're going to be obviously very very disappointed to, to, to have lost it like that but look um i would never have expected to we were coming up to work like dogs I suppose, to win the game and knowing that we would have to do that Yeah, i think the lads know that anyway like i mean i'm not interested i mean i'm so many times i'm not concerned about having a settled team a lot of other people are but i'm not to be honest about it because i think the, the importance of the panel is key to everything It's key to ourselves for sure and you know, there's, we're capable of making three four changes on any given day and knowing that the team won't be weakened and, and very often can be strengthened. We just work away ourselves. I mean, I don't underestimate what we have. And I have absolute, like I said many, many times, belief. Not saying that we're going to win or to win anything, but that we're going to go out and try and compete and, and be competitive. And that's that's all you can ask for. Look, I mean, there's all no massive bad. At the end of the day, the other Ireland final is the biggest game. Of course, it's the biggest game. But you've got to go out and, and do all the things that you do in a first round or a second round as well. It's a game of hurling, has to be played. And it's the biggest day that made us huge crowd. it was build-up and all the rest of it. But you've got to go out and, and play with the level of everything that you have shown to try and get there. And that's what we'll be trying to do.
2: Brian, you're a long time in the game, so firsts are a rarity, but it is a first All Ireland final in July. Does that affect the preparation? Is there anything kind of unique about it in that sense?
0: Sure, no, no, because I mean we just knew the start of the year, the timetable where it's going to be. And obviously, you know, it's in two weeks' time, so there's nothing massively can be done. We just work away and, and, and get ready. And obviously it's going to take the best part of the week to recover from this game. So then as regards it's limited time for training, but that's that's the way it's going to be for both teams.
2: Have you liked the structure of this year?
0: Uh, to be honest, I don't think about it at all because, I mean, there's a there's a championship format put in front of you. And, I mean, the position that we're in, we want to take part in the championship. So you've got to go with what's put in front of you. And I don't think about too much about whether as I'd love something else. I, I just love you playing in this championship and we're there. And thanks be to God, now we're in the final.
2: What was the most pleasing aspect of your team's performance today?
0: Again, just the application, the honesty, the genuineness, the team play, the, the, the willingness of all the players to work for each other all the time. And also, I mean, to perform
2: a great skill. Finally, you'll be back here tomorrow, no out watching Limerick and Galway, and you'll be an even more sp- interested spectator than you will be anyway, because you're a hurling person uh, for that game. How do you go about watching that as a manager? Are you looking out for specific things? What way does it does it work, knowing you're going to be playing one of the two in the next couple of weeks?
0: No, we just look forward to going to the game to see how it goes. I mean, two great teams out there, and it's, it's to have the privilege of saying that we're here and that we're going to meet the winners in the other final we're very, very happy with that.
2: You try and get a selfie with Tiger Woods. Apparently he's here tomorrow. I must check that out.
0: Cheers, Brian. Yeah.
2: Well, here in Crow Park with four-time All-Ireland winner with Kilkenny, Paul Murphy. Kilkenny overcoming Clare, 226 to 20 points. Paul Murphy, we did not see that coming, did we?
1: No, absolutely not. The
2: first time performance
1: in particular we just didn't see coming Clare not at the races at all today very flat but Kilkenny went about their business as well you have to give Kilkenny credit I think they only had maybe one wide in the first half again by the end of the game Clear with 24 wides Kilkenny with nine so look there's all you have to do is look at the stats to see where this all went wrong but Clear's decision making um their general overall performance you know their teamwork it just wasn't there today but Kilkenny went about their business they can only play the team that's in front of them and they were just so clinical today
2: And it will be either Limerick or Galway in the final. Of course, Limerick and Galway meeting tomorrow. And you might be able to hear it. They're readying the pitch behind us. They've got the lawnmowers out and the seagulls are buzzing around. John Connon was a late cry off for Clare. How much of an effect did that have on them?
1: Well, I suppose it's hard to know now. If it was a closer game, I would have said John Conlon had a huge effect. But I don't think John Conlon's presence there today would have changed. It seemed to be an overall team an overall panel position that, you know, they were just flat today. Um, you know, before the game, when it was announced, I thought, oh, this is big now. This could be a door open for Kilkenny. But once the game transpired, you just saw that actually, no, whether John Conlon was there or not, I think Kilkenny were going to win this fairly com- comfortably. Maybe the last few weeks just added up for Clare. It's hard to know. But everywhere in any position, um, and, you know, in every area on the pitch, Kilkenny just completely outmuscled Clare. So disappointing for Clare, John Conlon wasn't there, but hard to say that that's where they lost it.
2: 11 wides for Clare in the first half. It was 117 to six points at the break. Joan with the goal in injury time. At that point, it looked like Clare had no chance. And of course, that proved to be the case. Was it Kilkenny pressure? Was it slack shooting? What led to so many poor wides from the Clare point of view? Because if they'd have even converted half of them, they might still have been in the game at halftime.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think there is a combination of both, really. Um, you know, there has to be a mindset uh, thing here for Claire in terms of that they were flash. So, you know, they weren't tracking as hard as we've seen them in other matches. They weren't working for each other as hard. So you'd have to imagine with the shooting, there's a small bit of the mindset there. But I have to give credit to Kenny as well. They forced Claire to shoot from strange angles and tough angles and from distance as well. You know, in the first half there, Shane O'Donnell popped up with a good point and we thought, okay, this is Claire getting into the game. But after that, then we saw Claire taking a few shots from midfield and it kind of killed, killed Claire's momentum and the confidence as well. When they're going over their brilliant points and their inspiration, but when you keep striking those points wide or striking those wides, um, you know, it just kills the team's confidence. And, and they just kept going for them. And we were, you know, we were looking down and saying you have to do something different here. But they didn't. And that just fed into Kilkenny's game plan.
2: And I do want to praise Kilkenny. And they were brilliant today. But you can't look at this game and not talk about how bad Claire were. Were you surprised that they went with very direct and long ball into the full forward line? and were you even more surprised that they didn't change that sooner because it it just wasn't working it was it was like bears to a bun to that kilkenny full back line
1: Yeah, it just looked like that Clare couldn't figure it out at all. And, you know, when they went through the Kilkenny defense, in fairness to Kilkenny, Kilkenny closed them down and stifled them. And I think the big thing was that Kilkenny mixed it up. You know, they went short coming out. They didn't panic with the ball coming out of defense. And they worked the ball up, which meant that Clare had to step up in Kilkenny and try and close them down. And then Kilkenny struck a few long balls into the forward line. So it kept Clare honest by working the ball out nice and short sometimes, working up to midfield, but then also striking that ball long in. And we saw TJ Reid in the first half. He plucked one or two balls out of the air, set one up for Adrian Mullen. And, you know, Clare couldn't get to grasp with Kilkenny they couldn't implement their game plan on them so as a result they just kept striking long balls and it just that that just said to me that you know Clare were lacking answers there for what they want to do and at that stage it was too late you know at that stage of the game you just couldn't reverse it and um Kilkenny just capitalized
2: on that really if Kilkenny are to get back to where they were back when you were winning all irons regularly four and all for you they need Owen Cody and Adrian to lead this team they are special talents And while they have shown that in the past, they've both been named Young Player of the Year. I think there's even more of them. Today, we maybe saw that. Own Cody and Adrian Mullen, they got scores, yes. But also, at times, Adrian Mullen was popping up in the back line. He was an outball for defenders. He was hooking, he was blocking, and Own Cody was doing the same.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In the first half there, we saw Adrian Mullen popping up with a few points. And then, I think the last ball that Adrian Mullen actually held in his hand was in the left corner back position in the first half. And that just showed his work rate, you know, what he's willing to do. He's willing to get up the pitch and get a few scores, but then also track back. You know he turned over one or two balls own Cody was the same you know he wasn't standing in the full forward line waiting for balls to come into him when he when he smelled a bit of danger where he could go and, and dispossess a player he went and he did that so it's great that the two boys are just there obviously we know their capability with scoring but they're well able to go back and track and not only
2: well able they're willing to do it and that's huge for Kilkenny so were they more willing today though are you see more of that from them and is that what you want to see is that what Kilkenny need to see from them well I think those two lads
1: in particular knew that if Kilkenny were going to have a chance win here today, they had to do that. Now, look, as we said, as the game played out, Clare just weren't at the races today. But it seemed that those two lads in particular, their minds were tuned that well, we we're going to go out here and we we're going to tackle and we we're going to hassle. First of all, we're going to win that ball and then we're going to turn around and we're going to go forward. So those two lads, their heads were tuned for tackling for a fight because that's what Clare had shown in their backline all through this year. So I think those two lads were ready for a battle and they brought the battle. Clare just didn't bring the battle in the backline.
2: It's a two week run into the All Ireland final. And of course, the All Ireland final is earlier than it's ever been before, earlier certainly than it's ever been in recent history. Does that have any effect on things, or what difference does that make for Kilkenny?
1: No, I don't think it has any effect. You're in an All Ireland final now, both teams, whoever's going to be in the final, have two weeks preparation and so you know it's no advantage it's no disadvantage to any other team the fact it's in july rather than september again doesn't make a difference um the fact that you know with the split season is that this team has been together you know unbroken for the last six months or even more so that's a benefit if anything but the two-week turnaround look if, if any team over this weekend picks up an injury it's a very short time to turn around and try and rectify those injuries but it looks like kenny came through this match unscathed so they'll have You know they'll have a few days to recover they won't have much time to actually implement anything in training whatever you saw today with kenny is probably what they're going to bring to a final as well so there's very little time to go back to the training ground for both teams to get to the final and work on anything it's very much recover get ready for the final and go at the final and what's the leading like for
2: the players run me through the next couple of days
1: i should look the next couple of days you'll have lads on to you about tickets you'll have different things you'll have people asking questions you know how are different players? What's the preparation? And the big thing for players that run into the final will be tickets, you know, and not letting letting their mind get distracted with tickets. How did
2: you handle that? Tommy had the black book, and then he had a list of names of people who asked him throughout the years, and then of course he passed it all on to his mother who handled it. What do you, what? What do you do how do you how, how did you handle it i suppose the
1: regulars you know that have come to me during the year looking for tickets you know obviously look after that but try not to take on too much you know you try not to be ringing looking for tickets or trying to go too far out your way not that that's not to sound sympathetic with people but players have a job at the end of the day and their job is to be in the right frame of mind coming all Ireland and final they don't need to be running around two or three days before a final trying to get tickets to the lads they need to be able to just you know down tools prepare for an all Ireland final so in that situation, you know, I got a few tickets, got what I could, give them out to lads and make sure you give them out early and just focus on the mind then. But, you know, for a player run into a final now, like for TJ Reid, this is, uh, I'm sure it's into the teens nearly at this stage for finals. Whereas you're going to look at the like of Mikey Butler and this is his first all around in the final. So all players are going to prepare differently and uh, look, it's something to be enjoyed. Enjoy the celebration, enjoy the, the build up. Everywhere these lads are going now, they'll be getting a pat in the back and they'll be great excitement. Is that good or bad? Uh, well it, it's good as long as you can park it and walk past people it's good to enjoy it but as long as you know how to enjoy it that it's not you know going to the head or the feet aren't coming off the ground as long as you remember you have a job to do and go and win that all-earned final it's not a bad thing it's limerick or galway in the final for kilkenny who do you think it would be who do you think is going to win tomorrow Well, look the head has to say limerick at the moment um crow park with limerick it just seems like it's made for them to go out and win this game by eight or ten points galway going into this game you know i suppose maybe getting out of jail against cork cork had a lot of chances in that game to potentially win it but uh, galway did what they had to do really so they're, they're there in merit and fairness to them but this is a limerick juggernaut at the moment and it's hard to see how they're going to beat him but i do give them a chance they could come and do like what we did in 2019 They could they could potentially do that geroad mcinerney you know he's an injury scare at the moment in terms of uh what he picked up in in, in the quarter final and and really galway are going to have to find something that they didn't find for the rest of the year so far and maybe surprise limerick so it's a monumental task for Galway at the moment. They have a great man in Henry there that could get them to the pitch of the game. But uh, it's at the moment, it's looking like a Limerick win by maybe eight or ten
2: points. It will be very interesting though, wouldn't it? Henry Shefton on one side, Brian Cody on the other in the All-Ireland final. Yeah, look, I suppose a lot of people will say that and that's the narrative they want. Look, I want the two best teams in the final.
1: Um, I want a good All-Ireland final. I'm not really too concerned with what's happening off the pitch with that. And unfortunately, I think an All-Ireland final, that could distract from it. So. Yeah, look, it, I, I just hope that whoever is in the final there tomorrow let the best team win. Uh, and I'm just looking forward to a great final with Kenny in it. Finally,
2: what do you make of this Munster Hurling-Leinster Hurling argument?
1: Yeah, look, it, I mean, again, I suppose you bite your lip a lot of the time when people say, you know, Munster Hurling, home Hurling and that Leinster hurling's not in a great place. But uh, look, there's a fairly definitive answer as to where Leinster Hurling is and potentially today, you know except for wexford maybe you know not closing out the game against Lair and there was potential there that wexford could have won that game you know we could have had another leinster team in, in an all Ireland semi-final so look i'm not too concerned with that um there's some people that will talk about saying leinster hurling isn't as strong as it but look we have a leinster team in an all Ireland final and we we'll are wait to see now for potentially another leinster team but it's looking like it'll be
2: a leinster Munster final of course Connacht have a team in the semi-final as well
1: yeah i don't know what way to look at it now <laughs> what what way do they want to be seen Connacht or leinster i'm not sure
2: Okay, paul murphy for now thank you very much paul murphy a regular on off the ball a regular on um all our social media channels and of course the uh, co-host of the Hurling pod alongside james Gell and willow callahan you'll be able to check out the Hurling pod on monday and you can go to Off offtheball.com uh, or any of the social media channels to find out more don't forget off the ball is on air tomorrow from one o'clock we are live in crow park ahead of the all-ireland semi-final between limerick and galway we'll also have updates from the uh, minor final between Offley and Tip in Northern Park, and that's going to be quite an occasion. Paul, thank you. Thanks very much, Oshin.